hello everyone welcome back to another episode of raw talk in this episode we have a very cool guest with us today Bree jump how are you today i'm doing well um thank you for having me on how are you doing i'm so good i'm so happy to have you on we've been wanting to do this for a long time so i'm so happy that we're finally doing it yes we've tried i think two or three times but (laughs) we've made it work so we finally made it work (laughs) we made it work so really digging into yourself and all about you um tell us more about what you do what your passions are and really just what makes you you so my biggest passions are art and self-advocacy um I used to be an art teacher, not within schools, but in like a private academy you can sign your kids up for. And from the age of three, I was, I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to be an artist. And so I post a lot of that online, but in reality, I'm an attorney negotiator for bodily injury claims. I work full-time doing that. And I'm a mom. I have an 18 month old. Um, I spend a lot of my time working from home, working for her and spend time with my husband, kind of a recluse, but art and self-advocacy. I'm a big fighter for my family is really what everything centers around. Wow. I love all of that for you. And uh, first of all, I'm an artist as well. So talking to another artist is so cool. And I know that you're into art (laughs) just like I am. Um, Again, we've been following each other on Instagram for quite some time now. So I kind of have a little glimpse of your life and you have a little glimpse of mine. So I think that's very fun. Very fun. It is. And I think it's good to be able to connect with other people who have similarities. Like I identify as an artist, even though it's not what I do in my everyday life. So to find people like you who also are artists that I can connect with in a different way and still feel as if I can say that's who I am is great. And you usually only find those people online. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's all about sharing each other's self-expression with each other and hoping that we can grow and learn up from one another. I think that that's very special. Um, And it's rare, right? It's rare to find that creative bond uh, within creatives, especially nowadays. Um, It really is. You know, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. Um, Yes. Yeah. So digging into your own creative journey, let's just start there. So obviously that is kind of your language, creativity, art, and self-expression. You know, you said that you've been wanting to do it for a long time since you were a kid. I feel the same way. I mean, I've always been an artist since day one. Um, But what is really your main source of inspiration and how do you integrate that into your life? So inspiration-wise, it all comes from things I've been through and my own mental health. A lot of my art is expressions of that. Sometimes it's on the darker side, um, but just from a young age, When I got, when I was first adopted, I was adopted by my great aunt. Um, I was already drawing. I always had a pen in my hand, a paper, anything I could find. And that's how I communicated. Before we were adopted, my biological dad, he was an artist. But my biological mother, she was a prostitute. So there was a lot of the only positive thing I had in my life I clung to. And it followed through to the next family I had and one I moved here and I was adopted, I was put in a much better situation, but mentally there was a lot going on for me. And I would use it one as a way to escape, as a way to get out my thoughts and as a way to try to let other people know what was happening with me. So I wasn't very good at communicating. I'm I'm still not, if I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. but um, I turned it into a positive. I would sell pieces for money. I would teach my little sister how to draw. And then over time, I stopped drawing. 
for a few years because I have OCD and it wasn't perfect or up to par. So I couldn't even get myself to draw even the doodle for a few years. And I recently found it again um, during and after the pandemic is when I started pouring myself into it again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like art, it kind of an on and off button um, because there's been periods of my life where I've just kind of thrown it out the window and I haven't really thought of it I haven't really done it Um, I mean for me in my own experience not to talk too much about me but yeah I mean in a way throughout my life I kind of threw out one passion for another and I'm sure you've been there Mm -hmm. as well and that passion I threw out was my art my creative side so I can totally relate to that so re-navigating back to you know you as an artist and just the way you are social media as you know I know everyone knows um is definitely a part of all of our lives not all of our lives but most of our lives especially as women and this might be a tricky question to ask but I think it's a meaningful question to ask and I think a lot of people would be able to take from it how do you balance out your social media in a way that does not limit your creativity meaning you know of course there's the comparisons of course there's this abundance of you know constant inspiration whether it's online or you know on instagram or social media or website whatever or just google images or something it can become very overwhelming especially as a creative and a creator so how do you really balance that out and you know do you curate it i mean what what is that like for you for me i've recently learned how to balance it out before i like you said, it's so oversaturated with inspiration and creators who you see who are the same as you or you want to be. And you can end up losing yourself and trying to be the things that inspired you to begin with. And I did that when it came to my art. I changed the mediums I was using. When it came to my fashion inspiration, I started to stray away what I genuinely liked on myself for something I enjoyed looking at on someone else. Um, And then I found myself starting fresh. I changed what my feed actually looked like. I curated a favorites feed that are people that inspire me and I have reasons why. And I tried to unfollow a lot of people who I looked at and wanted to be. I realized that's where a lot of the mimicking, the no separation between myself, my content, and those people, how I got lost in it. Um, I had to remove myself because I had to realize there's a difference between thinking that somebody has something that's inspiring to you that ignites a light bulb for you that says oh I could do that but with my flair whatever it made me think of and looking at someone and wanting to be them and picking yourself apart and comparing and going for what they look like Uh, and I did that a lot so I curated a favorites feed I removed a lot of those people and I limit myself when I start to realize I wouldn't actually buy this. I wouldn't wear this. I'm not comfortable with this picture. Um, I'm just doing it to keep up with what feels like a rat race. And Mm. it's a, also a reminder. Um, I will feel very uncomfortable when I'm taking photos sometimes, or I'm in certain outfits that I'm wearing because I saw it on someone and I want to be, that but I don't want to be that I want the attention that it's gathered and I'll stop myself and I'll just be like this isn't what I'm wearing this isn't what I'm going to do I'm not going to take the pictures now I'm going to rethink re-strategize and try to remain me because you get so lost in it Mm -hmm. yeah I can totally agree with that um again you know social media is you know and I like to use the, the word curated because really social media is 
it is it, it is a uh, platform of you know curated images, curated feeds, curated material, curated content, and um, I think a lot of us we do tend to oversee it, but we oversee it in a way that again can become become very toxic to our mental health and our you know who we are as as humans and as women. So. That is very interesting because I'm sure that you have seen this, but you will see an Instagram page of, you know, let's just say an Instagram model or just a model or someone on social media with, again, an abundance of followers. And instantly you will be kind of taken aback and you say, well, why can't I do that? You know, why can't I have that success? Why can't I do that? Why can't I wear that outfit? Why can't I express myself in that way, that way that that person's doing? Um, And that's only comparison, but you're limiting your creative freedom by doing that. And I love the fact that you brought that up, you know, especially when it comes to clothing, because when you are a creative or you are a social media influencer, um, you know, clothes and style and fashion are a huge part of that. You know, it's a huge part of that. But just because you see something on someone else doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be for you. You know what I mean? Yes. So I think that's very interesting and very, like, very uh, refreshing <laughs> that you said that because not many people would say that. So <laughs> yeah, I respect it's, that. A, it's a good reality that I had yeah. to come to terms with. And it's helped me mentally so much. Also, the issue of what I put out is such a curated version or a a piece of me and it's honestly my idealized piece of me um you I'm out and about doing things during the day I post my art and I post me but in reality I work 40 to 50 hours a week and uh, arguing with attorneys I'm a wife who up until this week I had my 18 month old stay home all the time while Mm -hmm. my husband and I both worked full-time from home Um, and that in itself was a lot and I don't get dressed every day and I, I, I just put out a certain piece of myself. So when you're putting out just a fraction of yourself and then you're changing that fraction of yourself to mm-hmm. meet the standard of what you're wishing for and hoping for, and it's not even what you want to be like, it's the attention you want from who you are. It can become such a warped war in your head when you're waking up every day because there's so many versions of yourself you're splitting into that and you're losing your authenticity and I had that for a while and then I just started fresh I deleted like most of my Instagram pictures if you look they only go back less than a year oh wow okay yeah yeah because again even deleting images and deleting pictures and content people have a really hard time with that so again that is also very refreshing to hear that you know you just said oh yeah yeah I deleted it you know I deleted it. it just didn't so feel I, right. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. And that, that's that's truth and that's honesty and that's it's just being raw with yourself. And um, again, not many people have the courage to do that, especially on a public platform like social media. Because I think a lot of people too on social media, they're so afraid of being judged or represented the wrong way. Yes. Or, you the know. speculation that comes with somebody doing that is right. intense and crazy. And no one will ever come directly to you. But from things like idiotic things like oh she must have gained a bunch of weight and doesn't want people to see her to people thinking I'm divorced if they know me well to just all kinds of things the speculation that comes with it or she's getting work done and she's going to pop back up and look different and doesn't want anyone to compare it's crazy to hold yourself back and not respond because you're trying to find peace within yourself again and find yourself again and to feel like you have to give everyone an answer is really hard to tell yourself that you don't right totally agree bottom line 
nobody owes anybody anything. Yes. <laughs> no one. Um, especially I live women. by that. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, we don't owe anybody anything. And, you know, it, no, it is what it is. Absolutely. So really digging back now to your creative journey and, you know, really you as a woman, your own self-expression. Um, so from back then, let's just say 10 years ago to now, did you ever think you would be where you are today? No. And if I can be very raw on raw talk here, um, I didn't think I'd be here. Wow. When I, when I'm turning 25 this year. And when I was 12, I had decided that I'm not going to live to 18 or past 18. Um, I was not, I wasn't mentally well at all. I have, not only do I have OCD and it's not the cute, I like to clean and organize kind. It's the, I constantly think I'm going to die and it repeats over and over. And I have anxiety and I have depression. I just have some trauma from my youth. Um, and all of that in a person who doesn't know that they have all those things and just thinks that they're the issue, I didn't see myself wanting to be an adult. Um, so to know now that I have an amazing husband, a job that I enjoy, and I also because I didn't think I was going to survive, I didn't go to college. So to work to the point that I am now and shimmy my way into the world that I'm in and to have a beautiful daughter and teaching her love and what family love looks like and the difference between the way mom and dad were treated and how she's going to be treated and breaking those curses it is amazing. I've, be- I've become my own hero for little me and I'm really proud of that. Okay. You're making me emotional. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I made myself wow. emotional, if that makes you feel better. Oh, I, oh gosh. Um, wow. I, I'm so proud of you um, in so many ways. And I think this is your story is something that I think a lot of people should hear because, you know, of course, we have those moments where we just want to give up on ourselves and we don't care anymore. We don't care. And I've never felt that way, but I've had people in my life tell me, you know, they just don't feel themselves anymore and they don't see a purpose within themselves. But you are living proof that things actually can come around no matter who you are, no matter what you are or, or what you've been through in your life. True. You know, it's, yeah, it's possible. and It's an uphill battle, but yeah. once you, you truck it, it's so worth it because wow, never did I think. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And, you know, I think life journeys are, I mean, life in general is a gift, but I think life, when someone can express themselves the way that you just did, you know, people can relate and learn from that, again, is just so magical. So I have to applaud you for being so brave, but also not being afraid to talk about things that, you know, need to be talked about, (laughs) you know, Um, as I'm sure people would do that. Yeah, people wouldn't do that. People would tend to, you know, sweep that under the rug. So I again applaud you and I'm very proud of you for saying that thank you it's definitely an easier topic to sweep under the rug and that's something I've found throughout time that um, my ability to say things so openly is a double-edged sword because you can meet people who can take honesty and can take negativity and see somebody's story and just like you did have an emotional reaction and a positive reaction. And then there's some people who 
if they hear something like that, they truly feel uncomfortable because they don't face the realities of their own life. And it can exclude you from a lot of things or a lot of people. Right. Yeah, not everybody will get it. Not everybody will comprehend comprehend it. Not many people would will understand it. But um, that's not on you. That's on them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, you know, I I love that. You know, I think bottom line too, I think it's just about being authentic to yourself. And, you know, again, we only live one life here, guys. And if you're not authentic to yourself, what what the hell are you doing? Um, You know, you got to be honest with yourself and you have to be honest with other people, you know? That's that's the truth. And if they like it, cool. If they don't, cool. (laughs) You know? Either way, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do your thing. Do your thing, you know? Absolutely. So also, too, we do a little game on Raw Talk. I'm going to be asking you five rapid questions. So whenever you're ready, let me know. I'm, like, stretching real quick, (laughs) and I realize that doesn't matter. I'm ready. Alrighty. Here we go. One, what is one word or quote that defines you? Ooh. That's a good one. Um, the quote, and it's really odd, but it's from Horton Hears a Who. And it's, I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. An elephant's faithful 100%. And though I am not an elephant, I live by that saying. Oh, I love that. That's cute. <laughs> I like that. It's like a throwback. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. What is the most played song in your playlist? Oh, it is probably Downfall of Us All. Um by a day to remember and that's just because that is my go-to driving like punk out when my daughter's not in the car song oh Oh, that's cute that's cute but it's a good one yeah i have to i have to listen to that one i am currently going through new music so anything that anyone recommends me i'm in (laughs) i do recommend it it's it's like a blood pumper though so don't put it in between like your feel good or chill songs (laughs) okay that's good to know thanks for the warning pre-warning you're welcome (laughs) Uh, number three um what are some goals that you have for this year Ooh, so my goals for the i actually just wrote these down that's funny my goals for this year is one two i'm working on getting a house so it's all the basic fiscal credit things savings Mm -hmm. things that are being in a go with being an adult two i'm not cutting my hair anymore I'm just, I'm growing it out. My hair is very naturally like curly and it used to be long and now it's fried and red and kind of dead. Um, And I want to teach my daughter how to do some type of sport or activity by the end of this year. Aw, that's so cool. I like that. I like that a lot for you. Kind of chaotic and sporadic, but there you go. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's life though. I mean, life isn't always perfect, you know, (laughs) so... You know, gotta gotta get out there and, and do things that are I have to have yeah. realistic goals for myself in the moment. Yeah, I know I like that. I like realistic goals. I like unrealistic goals as well, but because unrealistic goals can very much become Push realistic you. goals. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Number four, as a fashion girl that you are, what is the biggest fashion tip that you can share? layer it put it on and let it work fully before you give up on the outfit Mm. even if it's not the norm because I have so many outfits I'm a big turtleneck or sweater vest woman half my wardrobe is from like an old lady's closet 
and the outfits don't work until they're layered. But I used to be really confident about something in my head. It was going to be nice. And I got excited about it. And I get excited about clothes. But halfway through putting it together, I'm like, it's not going to work. It's not going to look good. Start to do the panic, changing my hair, going through the closet. And then I try them down the road and they're amazing. So my biggest one is trust yourself, trust the process and give yourself the time. Because if you think it's going to work, usually it will just tweak it. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I can relate to that. I mean, I'll see an outfit, you know, on somebody else. And I'll say, ooh, I really like that. And then I'll put it on. And I'll be like, eh, eh, not really yes. feeling it. But I like the fact that you said because, you know, I love this quote. And I'm sure you've heard this quote. You wear the clothes, the clothes don't wear you. Yes, I love that quote. I think it is such a great one and a hard one sometimes because overconfidence but you have to have the confidence. So it's like a cycle in a circle. Yeah, I 100% agree. And it's true. I mean, you know, fashion can be intimidating, especially if you're a woman that is scared to try new things or try, you know, you're just, you're scared of, you know, your body or maybe you're scared of what something, you know, someone will judge you on. For your, you know, from you or anyone else, truly. From, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, it's important to just kind of keep, yeah, keep the faith with that as well. Um you know, and it's okay to not look like the person you saw in the picture or in the catalog or in the, you know, the social media. That's okay because you're not, they're not you and you're not them. So, you know. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because that's such a hard pill to swallow, even though it's, it feels like such an obvious thing, but it's so hard to process that you can like what someone's wearing and want to wear it and it fit you differently and hug you in different places and you won't look exactly like them and it's okay a lot of outfit failure is because like the classic Bella Hadid outfits and you put it on and it doesn't fit you the same way so you feel like it's not right reality you were looking at the outfit on the mannequin in a sense and not Mm. just the fabric itself and it's hard to acknowledge that it can look just as good without you having to look like them right yeah everyone's different um you know everyone's different and that also kind of I mean this is a side note of what we were talking about earlier but it does come down to you know uh not really exposing yourself to that energy as well or to those pictures because when you're constantly seeing something all the time whether it's a photograph of a person or it's clothes or it's a house or even or something something like that mm-hmm. that you're constantly comparing your 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 life to um it's not good it's not good you know comparison is truly the thief of joy and um you know it's important to not get too you know sucked into it. so protect your energy protect protect it because um you know the only the only thing that you should be worried about is your own self-expression rather than someone else's um that should be your 2023 coach quote just protect your energy yeah you like on t-shirts <laughs> yeah it's important it's so important it really is because so people purposely will just suck the life out of you yeah because <laughs> they wanted what you have like it's like ursula an aerial situation but just <laughs> joy just yeah 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 so protect protect your, your own joy protect your own energy protect your own life and um you know protect your soul because you know at the end of the day all we have is each other and ourselves um so yeah yeah very well said And last but not least, what is one thing that you've learned so far about yourself this year? This year has been a doozy and we're not even through March. I have learned (laughs) that I am way more capable and stronger than I had 
ever thought myself to be. And I have given myself that acknowledgement. I used to not be very nice to myself. So this is really my year of like, you've got it, girl. But I'm looking in the mirror. Aw, I love that. Yeah, you know, I think this year, Drew, and I can relate to this as well. It's truly, truly the year of, of us um, as women and of yeah. growth and of just self-care and all that good stuff, you know. Uh, prioritize yourself, manifest in yourself, believe in yourself. Um, I think those are words that everyone needs to hear. And I'm so, so, so happy for you that you feel stronger than ever. And, you know, strength doesn't come without failures. Strength doesn't come without falling down flat on your face. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it's going to happen. Bruising it on the way down. Yep. I believe in the phoenix theory that you have to like completely burn to rebirth. But right. dang, does that, that is a burn for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and that's okay, because, you know, in the end, it's, it's, it will be all worth it. Um, You know, maybe people won't say that right now, or you might not say that right now, or I might not say that right now, but everybody at some point will see that. So and that's the light. That's the light. So no, I love, love, love everything that you said. And again, thank you so much, Brie, for joining. We, again, we've been warning you this for so long. And I'm so happy that we finally found the time to do it. Yes. On the I'm Saturday. So happy. <laughs> yes, on a Saturday. I'm going to go to the farmer's market right after this. So to complete oh, it out, but cool. it's going to be awesome. It's kind of cold, but I'm really glad we got to do this. And thank you for speaking with me. And you are honestly amazing. The questions that you have and how you are able to communicate that out. So I don't think I would have been able to say what I did without you saying what you did. So thank you for a good interview.